Welcome to BCVO's second podcast. The aim is to give you bite-sized updates that you can listen to in the car between calls. My name is Colin Mason, one of BCVO's board members. The topic of this podcast is an update for vets on our dairy farmers' responses to the current milk supply chain issues and price cuts being experienced as a result of the COVID-19 lockdown. Quite a long title and quite a complex subject. This situation is ongoing and quite variable between farms, and so some of the economic background information may go out of date very quickly. In addition, many farmers will have already responded to their milk buyers' requests in some way to reduce milk sold. So, this podcast will focus on likely future effects of these changes on animal health and production. We feel much of the advice needed will be tailored to individual farms, but the discussion that follows can perhaps give you some general pointers. So, what is the background to all this? The COVID-19 pandemic has had a profound effect on the UK dairy supply chain, with significant variation experienced on farm depending on the milk contract. Some liquid milk supply contracts have been hard hit with a divergence of over 10 pence per litre between the best and worst contracts in the UK at the moment. Liquid milk contracts supplying the catering and restaurant trade have been particularly hard hit as a result of the national lockdown. At the time of recording this podcast, spot milk prices had recovered to around 16 to 18 pence per litre from a low of between 5 to 10 pence per litre at the start of lockdown. Both of these prices are well below the cost of production. Some milk buyers have asked farmers to reduce the amount of milk produced or picked up from farm and this poses a particular challenge to farmers at this time of year when there is a spring flush of milk. Of note, and for a range of reasons, the spring flush of milk output this year is below the 2019-20 to level experienced, or predictions for this year. To support dairy farmers, DEFRA recently announced a hardship fund for those hardest hit by the effects of the lockdown. Eligible dairy farmers will be entitled to up to £10,000 each to cover 70% of their lost income during April and May to ensure that they can continue to operate and sustain some production capacity without impacts on animal welfare. So, what can and is being done on farm to manage milk supply and what are the potential issues to look out for as a farm vet? Firstly, many farmers have opted to cull poorer-performing passenger cows if abattoirs have been willing or able to take them, which in itself has been a challenge in some areas. This has the potential to reduce production, but in many situations actually does not, as more productive cows perform better in a less crowded environment. This can be a great lesson to take forwards for the future, as it will increase herd profitability and improve health and welfare, all for less time spent in the milking parlour. At the end of the day, it can often be said that a shed has the capacity to produce a certain amount of milk, irrespective of how many cows are put in it. The other thing to consider with culling is what heifer availability is there to enable the herd to progress and return to normal as the COVID-19 situation stabilises. Drying cows off early is another obvious quick fix to reduce milk supply, although this offers less flexibility to increase production if demand increases again. However, as with culling, there is the potential that the herd yield may either stabilise or increase. Dry cow body condition needs to be monitored very closely, as does dry period mastitis risk. If cows are dried off giving over 20 litres of milk, or if they're overstocked in dry cow accommodation, or if they're turned out to pasture where environmental control can be more difficult, things need to be addressed very carefully. The need for veterinary monitoring and advice on dry-off technique 
the dry cow accommodation, body condition score and fresh cow disease incidents will help prevent and manage any potential issues. Reducing milking frequency from three times to two times a day, or perhaps two times to one times a day, has been tried by some farms either to reduce supply or manage staff resource. Expected reductions in milk output have been reported to be between 10 and 20% depending on the cows and the system. However, in reality, with high-yielding cows moving from a three to two times a day system with a 12-hour milking interval, the reduction in milk output may be much less than this. Improvements in health and fertility may result from reduced milking frequency as cows are disturbed less. The challenge for high-yielding cows, however, will be the potential for a somatic cell count or clinical mastitis rate increase, and this, plus the cow's environment, needs to be monitored very carefully. Another role for the farm's vet in this situation. Feeding whole saleable milk to calves instead of calf milk replacer can bring about reductions in saleable milk and potentially reduce calf rearing costs. This sounds great, but can carry with it significant risks for calf and cow health. Always remember, hygiene, hygiene and again hygiene and consider the farm's ability to do this well. For example, how is milk collected, processed and stored? What are the risks of bacterial contamination and in the summer months, bacterial multiplication? Can the farm select and segregate milk from a pool of low-risk cows? Yoni's disease spread is the obvious risk. However, Mycoplasma bovis and Salmonella Dublin are two other key diseases that can be spread through whole milk feeding. The risk of these diseases being present on farms should be considered before decisions on what to do are made. Also consider and monitor current calf health indicators such as treatment rates for scour and pneumonia and calf mortality rates. Pasteurisation can help reduce the risk of disease spread, but always consider the ability to do this in the volumes required and that the quality of the end product will reflect the raw milk that it started with. In short, rubbish in, rubbish out. Dietary manipulation remains an option for reducing milk output. For example, reducing feeding levels to cows in the second half of lactation, or reducing the protein content of the ration overall. However, this should only be done in consultation with the farm's nutritional advisor. Monitoring fertility performance going forward and cow body condition score are important to avoid adverse effects on health and productivity. As you can perhaps see, nothing is straightforward and decisions taken on farm can be complex and need to be tailored to an individual farm's requirements. We hope that this podcast provides you with some food for thought to help research options further and provide clients with the best possible advice and support at this time. Thank you for listening.